radar each time. Right, guys. I guess I guess we're back on. I suppose. So, the sash. Well, well, welcome. I guess. I guess. Mm. <laughs> What's up, my guys? Right. I got a question for you. Right. What do you think? Right. What do you wish you had known ten years ago? If you if you had to tell me something ten years ago, what would it be? Then? Invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> Invest in Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I suppose like that's it. it's economy. Mm-hmm. So you teach yourself any principles? Any, anything? Or would you give yourself a strategy to get rich? Like I'd give myself a strategy to get rich. <laughs> If I had a stra- strategy to get rich right now, like ready to go, I would be going to the past and giving it to myself. We'll be using it now. Yeah, it's good. No. I mean, I, I'd remember like whoever won the championship of the NBA. Every, just put every all the bets on. All yeah. bets on that. And, uh, Imagine if you put a bet on for the Heat to get to the finals last year. You'd have made a packet. You know, if you bet for Toronto to win in twenty nineteen, you uh, for every dollar you put in, you get like seventy three quid at the start of the season. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. Madness, madness. subject as yours and you were to give advice on it, what would you say to them? Don't fall behind. <laughs> Don't fall behind. Don't fall behind. Yeah. Do you reckon they still will? I reckon they will. I reckon they'll start smoking. Also, some, some lovely, lovely weed. Finding the balance, you know. Everything's good in moderation. Yeah, for sure, man. I think so too. They'll struggle to learn that without experience, though, do you think? True. I was pretty overwhelmed first year of year. I think everyone was, man. Yeah, first year, I was like crazy. First two years, was really? crazy. Yeah, I found the first, yeah. first two years are free. I mean, I was a bit pretentious, but. Not in academics, but like everything. Everything was just overwhelming. Well, not overwhelming, I would say. I mean, say it depends on your experiences. Quick. I yeah. Now, going into it straight out of school, I wasn't one of the people, so it didn't really affect me so much because I'd already experienced life. Mm-hmm. But being someone such as yourselves who'd never had to go out and live by yourself, I guess that would be a bit more. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's what I miss about like standing in. I realised before, but there is a difference between my cooking and mom's cooking. Mm-hmm. There always is. I don't know. I, I don't know what um, any of you guys, like, aside from the odd few, 
siblings wise where your family's like like my brother was a, did a lot of work academically very clever especially with math he did a masters in maths at uni Arv, mm. and like um so when i was going to uni there was a lot of expectations because my parents were very convinced that i was just as clever as he was cool. and i weren't really sure but to be honest once i got to uni it goes away because you stop hearing it all the time because you're probably not there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> once i actually started like relaxing and just doing what i wanted to do and like doing what i'm comfortable with work-wise happy as that it was all fine yeah so, man that's, that's yeah. actually very true it's true true you speak about your brother a lot you, he's you admire him quite a lot it's, I admire him in certain aspects. Me and my brother are very different people. Yeah. Um, it's funny actually because uh, I don't know. Again, like if you guys notice it, but with my two parents, you can tell like what traits I get from mum and my dad and what he got. Yeah. Uh, it's very distinct in how we're different. He's very academic, academically gifted, um, and he's very in touch with his emotions. But he's not very social. He, he's, he's not great with like meeting new people, and uh, he definitely gets that from my dad, because my dad was very shy when he was young apparently. You know, the weirdest thing is, this is something more and more similar to my brother. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah more similarities. Yeah. He went to the grammar school, I went to the comprehensive. You know, he chose to stay at home, I chose to come back to you. Like, for... it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of similarity just by having the same name, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're all living it's the same life, would you have the same? Do you believe in astrology? Huh? Do you believe in astrology and how like star signs affect your life? <laughs> no, not how they affect you. Do you know what? Life. I've actually talked a lot about this recently. I don't know why. This yeah, is just a topic we were that we're having this conversation. Oh, bro. It, okay, so um, I don't believe in like yeah, every daily horoscope is what's going to happen to you. I do believe in like compatibility. Mm. You know, how some people get along. What do you think about it? It makes sense why like being born at certain times of the year will alter your personality in some ways because your early life experiences will be certain events that happen every year. Like if you're born in January, um, you don't experience Christmas for example until you're a lot older. For someone who's born yeah. in December, mm. experiences straight away, you get that big family atmosphere, maybe that would incline someone's personality to become more family oriented, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so too. That's, yeah. I mean, that's like the more logical way of looking at it. That mm. Well, my cousins, they're similar. They, they had two kids and they, they were both born in December, right? And now, 10 years, 10 years apart now, they're, they're incredibly family based. But every conversation is my brother, my sister, my uncle, my mother, my dad, you know. So I think, I think, I think you're right, but I think it's, it's how you grow up, yeah. how you grow up. But then, at the same time, having said that, um, like I said about me and my brother, we're both born in September, our birthdays are only 12 days apart, and we're still completely different people in terms of the things we do, how we behave around other people. Mm. So, on that side of things, it's like, yeah, it's starting to look a bit more like it's a little bollocks. But you're on the cusp. <laughs> you are? You're on the cusp. Between two yeah, sections. I'm literally right on the edge, yeah. I consider myself a Virgo whenever anyone asks me, but, yeah. But, I mean, we said, we were talking about star signs. You read, like, the descriptions of the star signs, you know, it, like, gives you the personality outlines and things. Yeah, I don't know it's, it's one of those where you read it, 
and then you read what it says, and it says, oh, I don't know, for example, this, uh, they're very brave, or like, they're very giving. And then you go, traits. let me think, have I been yeah. giving? And then you think of a time that you've been giving. But the thing is, you could read any star mm-hmm. sign description and, and find be, things like that you relate yeah. to. Like, everyone behaves in a certain way at some point. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. yeah, you're right. Everybody's kind of, it's yeah. like I said, like, everybody's just, living the same life at some point. We've all done it in yeah. class, right? Heads down, thumbs up, you always look up down or something like that, you know? But it's like, I think this is where all superstition and things like this come from. Because it's, your brain makes the associations. Mm. It's like, if you say, I bet this is going to happen, and then it doesn't happen, everyone ignores it, you don't think any more of it. You yeah, say, I bet this is going to happen, and then it does happen, you're like, oh, oh yeah, 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 oh my god, crazy coincidence. But then you think, yeah, but that was always a possibility. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, I think so too.
it's like the colour red. You look it's at meant the, to be like a sign of warning. Yeah, exactly. I mean, green um, safety and health. If you've got a character in an anime, for example, let's say, and he's got really big, sharp teeth, you know he's supposed to look intimidating because humans are naturally supposed to be afraid of sharp teeth because it's a predator. Big danger, lover. Big danger. Yeah, I agree with you too. Superstitions are cool though. It gives us, it lets us think. Possibility that it could, it could not is actually more exciting than not. So maybe we just carry it on because of the fun bit. Yeah, well, maybe we should not let it get. Maybe we know that these superstitions are real, but because why not? We follow it because it could not be true. I mean, curiosity led to I suppose it comes down to how you think the universe works, what you think is control of everything. If you think it's just all, if you believe in chaos theory, you think things just happen because they happen, then you're probably less inclined to be superstitious. Mm. True. You're right. That's true. That's true. But isn't it crazy how we're just not even, not even specs of dust to some of the stars out there? Mm. Right. It's a fun idea, actually, something you can try and do. I'm not gonna lie, it's easier if you're a little bit stoned <laughs> to get the full effect of it. Let's go higher, bro. But, um, I spoke to Ash about this over Christmas. So I was thinking about um, It's, you know, if you look up at the night sky, mm. it's easy. When you look at it, your brain sort of thinks of it more like a ceiling. Yeah. Because um, it's just black, it looks like a cap on the top yeah, of the world. Correct. Same as when it's blue. But if you look up at the night sky on a clear night, you can see the stars. Look at it in the same way, the way I got into the right mindset is, you know when you look out to sea, yeah. you can't see any land on the other side, you look at it and it's daunting because you think that just goes that's, on forever. That's crazy, you, you never end it, right? If you it get yourself into that mindset when you look up at the night sky and you can see all the stars, it suddenly becomes very intimidating, makes you feel very small. Yeah, Because yeah, you're not looking for... at something, you're looking into something that goes on forever. Yes, honestly, you can't, we can't comprehend, it goes into you. you we can't comprehend mind melting. People are thinking it's actually horizontal landscape, but it can go up and down yeah. everywhere. It's a, it's a, it's yeah, it's like you look at the sky, you, you think it's high up, it's not high up, it's deep. It just goes exactly. on. It's just constant air. It's an abyss, bro. It's the void. It's, it's the calling of the void. Do you think some cookies, bro, they're in that bag? Yeah. Um, do you think we'll see human beings walking the surface of any far away worlds or moons in our lifetime? Not humans. I think we will see humans go to Mars and attempt to put their first. Because you can look at the NASA schedule. And they're, they're like first steps for the colonization, well, like proposed colonization of Mars. Like the first people who are up there scheduled within our lifetimes. I hope they do. I really hope. I find the easiest thing to do would just be to enjoy it. send robots. I mean, it sounds bleak, but send robots or like send AI. Up yeah. To then communicate back with. Well, us. we already have Mars rovers. Well. Yeah, and some of them have come back. Yeah, they've been there for years as well. But I'm talking well, like there, actual, right? like you know how in car altered carbon you can like put your chips in, you can take them out. Like, that is an If you could then just like freeze a body, insert like your consciousness onto a chip, and have that chip insert itself into the sleeve. Say I don't know in a hundred thousand years. Supposing it hasn't quite degraded. Well, imagine, imagine a company one day sends like a some kind of like you pick uh, up a like mobile recording device to Mars, and you can sync it up with say like a VR headset. 
and you could look around Mars from your like bedroom. Just by well, just up your headset to this camera. Google cars up there where you can click Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> you go out, you zoom out, oh you found Mars, zoom back in. Yeah. You find Yeah, no, they need to get rid of that point. But they have a theory, they 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 want to use domes and make it, it, it's, it's like a, it's, yeah. it's like a stuff uh, to make the like Eden projects. Right. Sort of thing that looks like that, isn't it? Like um, mini climates, control climates. Yeah, it's ridiculously hard because, like, even if we didn't have like the desert or anything, or just just taking out like, if you took out the Himalayas and you took out all the snow from them, which is happening by the way, um, literally, place is warming up so quick because of it, man. Like, it's ridiculous. Just did, not having the desert where it is, meaning we would be in the continent age. Mm. It's ridiculous, bro. And it's the perfect amount. How is that crazy, bro? I think it's only inevitable for there to be an ice age. Mm -hmm. so oh, yeah, there's been, there's been so many in the past. There's been like, what? I mean, so many. I don't even know how many, but I think it's only a matter of time before there's another one. Oh, yeah, well, we're, we're on the verge of the I'm next battle. extinction event, so, you know, comes away. Yeah. Play, play. I mean, because, because these sort of, like you said, there's extinction events all the way through history and like, yeah, disease, there's only been five recorded disease, uh, like changes in temperature, meteors, all sorts, mm -hmm. but as horrible as these things are, especially like with COVID happening in our generation, like, it's quite fascinating the way that the world forces creatures to move forward and become stronger. Yeah. I think it is. I, I, think, I think Mother Nature does attack. Really. The universe constantly tests everything that lives I in it by it throwing new shit at them constantly. And that's what, what it makes you wonder, Yo, what if this was designed? Maybe we are just getting played in the system. But if that's the case, I'm going to say so be it. Right now, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing because people spend their whole lives. Uh, I was gonna say philosophizing. It's not, that's not really the right word, is it? But uh, they spend their whole lives thinking about what's the universe about, what, what's uh, like, what's the grand design of it all. It's like you're never gonna find out in your lifetime. Stop wasting your time on it. <laughs> Just go out and enjoy your life instead of wondering about why you want, why you've got a it. Degree on anxiety, bro. Mm. I mean, the biggest fear of all humans is things we don't know or understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen very everywhere, from which is where anti-vaxxers, the ignorant to freaking flat earthers. I think that's why humans have such a desire to like absorb information, like so tuned to learn and find out new things just on our own curiosity. Because anything we don't know is it's an unknown element. It could be bad for us, it could be good for us, and it's it's designed to make us scared. It's crazy, right? Because I personally think that the human population is currently getting fucking too massive for us to handle. No, no, it is 100%. Like, you think this is a way for the Earth to be like, yeah, okay, reduce those numbers a bit. Hey, 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 calm down. Calm down, too many people are fucking. It gets to the point where you, you try and breed cattle and it's like... <laughs> People are fucking bro. 
Just love, bro. Just being rabbit. People are, we are not. The earth is actually getting tested, you know. Hmm? Um, the earth can either do two things, just collapse and run out of resources and everything, or it can fight back against humans, like more, more volcano eruptions and stuff. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I mean, the first big move will be finding a replacement for fossil fuels. Once that's <coughs> Once we've got that step, it's going to be like, I think the future is hydrogen fuel cells. I was going to say, yeah. 100%. Because, I mean, electric power is good, but you can't realistically produce enough of it. I remember that should be three renewable sources. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're not going to use renewable sources, then what's the point? Yeah, true that. True that. Do you think that we'll get to a type 1 civilization at any point? Um, within, let's say, the next hundred years. I reckon... Hundred! I'm not sure uh, what that means. So, they've, they've wrote it down on what they think type civilizations are. We're currently a type zero civilization. And a type one civilization is to be able to harness all the energy on that planet. Oh. And sustain it and keep it well. So that's us being able to harness all of our energy. Type 2 is being able to harness our star's energy. Oh. Type 3 is our galaxies, our entire galaxies thing. And then type 4 is multi galaxies. And then by type 5, we're looking at the abyss. I don't remember where I heard it, but it wasn't long ago I heard that I think it was some Chinese scientist nearly got uh, nuclear fusion stabilized. Nearly. Or at least they found out a way that feasibly you might be able to do it. That's crazy. Right. That, yeah, in my mind, that, that would make us a type one civilization because that is unlimited power. <laughs> <laughs> Nuclear fusion is effectively unlimited. It can just yeah. go on forever. Yeah. If they can work that out, that's the fuel crisis over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if they do that, then all this profiting from the fuel industry, they're going to try and prevent that because they're still yeah. profiting. They don't want to stop that. Yeah, well, this, the, corruption kills the world, yeah. not fuel corruption. more than anything else. this is what's happening or maybe they'll ever finally have an experience which will let them have perspective and, and see see what what they're doing yeah. it's all selfish ideology but at the end of the day you got to live your own life if we're not going to be around to see it they're thinking it that way they might be thinking okay i might as well make the best of it as i can right now mm-hmm. people have already made it for example those high-rise celebrities—they finished some makeups, man. Now they're just trying to do all the cycling. Look at Snoop Dogg now as a chef or interviewer or presenter or something else. It's crazy, bro. You finished the meeting. What do you think the main quest is of our life? What do you think the main aim of human purpose should be? It's like yesterday's question. What do you think humans should be aiming for right now? Experience. Experience. Life is an experience, and the point of it, in my mind, is to experience what you can before you die. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, like, I, if you, like, filter it down to its most basic level, that's what life's about. You're right. Yeah, true, I agree with you. And I mean, if, if you learn something or discover something amazing, and it, you better, you, like, it's to the betterment of mankind, then happy days. Mm-hmm. If you don't, don't 
get too down about that because good. you lived your life and hopefully you had a good time. Yeah, you try your best, that's true. all. Yeah. I think as long as you try your best, it'll be fine. I think that is a great opinion and it's a great view. And I share it. Um, now, with the constant cycle of people though, say, constant rebirth, your family, just human life, where do you think the aim of humanity should be leading to? Outer space exploration. Um, yeah, but that's yeah. not the final goal. That seems like a goal which is a goal, but isn't leading to the end result. Is there an aim to all of this? Isn't there going to be a new problem? I, I honestly cannot think of a future after we get out of space or get off of this planet because it's just, I just, it's just, I don't, I don't know. Marco said something yesterday, which, which, which one it yesterday? I think it was a utopia. A place where everybody can feel safe. And yeah, well, that's and what, that, the first thing that came to my mind. I was going to say peace and stability. Mm. Just a, a way, a, a world, or maybe multiple worlds, where just people live and they don't have to worry. They can literally build Do their experiences as. Per they're perfectly safe, they're perfectly happy. Um, but it's funny how that parallels nuclear fusion, trying to create stability out of something yeah, so reactive. Yeah, you're right, I see, yeah. That's true. Stability is very important. Although at the same time, say if you would have expanded that a bit further, and say if you look at the universe as a whole, one constant is growth. Everything grows. Oh, I think so. Too. And Everything changes as it goes on. Like the universe itself, itself is expanding. It's expanding. Like, yeah, it's like we were talking about with extinction level events, forcing things mm. to grow and change to become better. Um, and I think um, in terms of not just physical growth, but in terms of like spiritual, like personal growth for people, um, I'd still say the same that the goal is peace and stability. I think that's mm -hmm. your aim. In my opinion, you know, that could be different for other people, which is completely fine. It's completely fine to have these opinions. But I think the main goal is for us all to be able to thrive in a place where we feel safest and just live our life to experience those experiences of everything and anywhere without having the, the sensation of having to feel worried about a certain situation or not. Okay, able to live okay, it to I've the fullest you, without I've having... I've got a question for you. Do you think the society will get there in the next hundred years? I think society, I think society is diversing more and more into small individual groups coming up with their own individual philosophies and, and, and cultures. And because of that, it's getting harder and harder to find this unity. Yeah, yeah. And how much, I mean, how much like, would you say sorry, is that uh, due to people having access to information more rapidly now? The, you know, I think access to information is big. is is a big boy point fact, man. It is. It's a big deal. However, I also think it's it's the well-being and lifestyle you've had. If you've had a rough lifestyle where this means you need to be on the offensive in your life go on the attack to, to survive, to get where you need to, no help, just you, you have to rely on yourself. I think you're only throwing in yourself to then be forced upon to have a, have a, have a, a one-minded view where you, you be by yourself and you stay away from everybody else who have laid you down or something like that, you can have situations like that. But you can have another person say who been born into a very nice well-being immediately to then be given everything on a silver screen for them not to appreciate everything 
and then they could throw things away which that other person couldn't use, you know? Yeah, you that's know? true. It, it's, it's all down to the growth and the experiences they have to, to set their perspective. I think perspective is, is the ideal there. If everybody sees that perspective of everything that we're literally the dust in this cosmos and, and we're all just trying to get there to the best of our ability, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't think the human race will ever be that comfortable in the next hundred years. I don't think it'll ever happen. I think... Just, I mean, if you think about the big divides in the world, things like racism, sexism, homophobia, all of that, these come from upbringings. Uh, yeah. For the most part, they come from long-held traditional family views and then they're passing on to their children. You can't reasonably ask parents to give up their, to give up nurturing their children so that they can be raised in like a with a societal view instead of a family view. You can't exactly. do that. You can't take children away from their parents like that. Exactly. So well, you can as teach, long as you teach, teach your children to learn away. You teach principles and behaviour, but you can't teach culture. Culture is learnt over time, and in that family, culture is narrowed to. Um, not think about a certain topic or, or to avoid a certain race, ethnicity or whatever. I think I think you'll naturally evolve into that perspective. You know, is you know I, I followed my mom's intake when I cook, which is just throw everything into a pot. No for the best. I think with recent events like COVID and all of that and stuff happening I think more and more people are becoming aware, but slowly. More and more people are becoming woke to the fact that, look, we need to sort this shit out because shit is going down. We are killing ourselves faster than anything else. And also being produced faster than anything else. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, uh, it was an old David Mitchell thing that he did. Um, he was talking about, it was somewhat unrelated to this, it was about uh, the, what was it, like the transport secretary was talking about changing motorway speed limits to 80 miles an hour. Um, and what the original was saying about it is how, um, by saying this, he's essentially suggesting that the value of a human life is in decline. Yeah. But then David Mitchell said, that's actually true. Because if you have... There's a shortage of jobs, there's a shortage of housing. If you have too much of something that you have nowhere, nothing to use it for and nowhere to store it, it's value falls. The supply and demand curve. So, in theory, statistically, the value of a human life is falling the more we... Now, it is statistically proven if we gather all the humans and make them live in situations like they do in China, which is like um, just a couple of, couple by a couple meter block rooms, literally together in a big apartment buildings. That's how they live in China, right? Because it's just so packed. If everybody in the world lived like that, we would feel just only the state of Texas. Oh wow, really? Yeah. And that's how much land mass we take up separated. Yeah, but we need that for. Oh, what the fuck do we need? Most so people just use it for deforestation. Like resources. Yeah. It's much more efficient. You're right. Well, I mean, you, it is. You, can, you don't even have to go that far to notice that there is still a lot of open space on this planet. Oh, there, there is. Time, but yeah. most of it is just fields mm. and emptiness and grass. Because, I mean, I last time I went properly on holiday, I went to Spain with my dad and we drove there. And, I mean, you drive through England, 
you can drive like down the length of England yeah. unless you go to the real far edges. It is just houses well, how and we don't look towns and cities sky. like the whole way. Like yeah. you don't have, you don't get to go far without seeing a town or some buildings or where. Yeah, yeah. You get to France, you start driving through France. There is so much more open space out there. They yeah. are so much less densely well, populated. We, we neglect how big some of these places are. Mm-hmm. But then again, it also seems like a much smaller world when you when you do finally realize that fact. Yeah, I mean, we definitely, I would say, us lot have. I mean. Uh, Marco not necessarily to be fair, but um, when you live living in the UK, it's easy to forget how densely populated we are. Here. Oh yeah, we are one of the most densely. Do you think there's ever a world where we could eventually live underground or like inside the ocean? Because number one, that could solve population issues. Number two, the world's increased. Well, the ocean's increasing at a rapid rate because obviously global warming. So most countries, this one included, is going to go under eventually. Yeah. Do you not think it would be possible to then just live underwater if we could find a way, kind of like Bioshock? I, I mean, think we would like to, but there are so many hidden dangers. Un- underwater living is... is it's that's a very uh, difficult to make reliably safe. Yeah, I right, think it's a risk. One small failure in something could wipe out everyone. You because Same could be said about space, and we're sort of looking towards space. I... I maintain that the sea is the most terrifying thing on this yeah, planet. I agree. Water itself is terrifying. Nothing can kill you in more ways than the sea. What's in the ocean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not even just what's in it, but the ocean itself. Things like uh, like the vents, depressurization, yeah. Yeah. divers get and things like that. It, it is petrifying. And like hypothermia you get from, I mean, if you're in cold water, you get hypothermia, you die. You're in hot water, that's where all the predators are, so you get eaten. It's like, yeah. there is no safe place. There's no between either, you're right. I think so too, you know. Even inland, swamps, rivers, you've got disease. There's mm. plenty, you've got plenty of dangerous freshwater animals. Like Everywhere, all over the place, man. Yeah. And the thing is, because the climate's getting warmer, animals are migrating different places, etc. doing different things. We're finding insects and stuff in the UK now, which we haven't had for years. But Come over in with bananas from Venezuela. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Not long ago, I saw an article about a woman who was in like a some warehouse or some supermarket, and there was a, um, I don't remember what kind of spider it was. I think it was a false widow or something. No, it wasn't a false widow. It was a Brazilian wandering spider. Yeah, I think I remember. Inside it. like a big shipment of fruit. And it bit her, and she was hospitalised for fucking weeks. Yeah. She had a big pair of Do you know when I was in hospital for my broken jaw, there was a guy two beds down from me who was in, because he worked as a lorry driver. Right. And he'd been bitten by a spider when he was in Spain, and he'd been driving to England, and he got when he got to Leicester, he had to stop and come straight to the hospital because he was starting to like feel like he was going to pass out. Because it turned... That turned out it was something really venomous, and it was like seriously affected him. <laughs> they had to bring him in for emergency treatment and like put him under anaesthetic to like just sort of let his body recuperate. From a spider. From a spider, something he didn't even notice. He shrugged it off. He just jumped straight back in his lorry and kept driving. See, I think I would be doing the same. I mean, see, I'd let the spider be up by me, not because like I'm scared of the spider. It's just because I've seen Spider-Man. Time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll take the chances. <coughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take you up on that. I'll do it too. <laughs> Mother said, don't drop off with your friend. 
I'll die first, bro. scary man yes but you said the cycle kill and repeat kill and repeat do you think this is our final forms no no i think it's constantly a change in just look within the like past 300 years your face from a face of a human has changed dramatically that's true but well, then I mean, this can't kind of was it 80 percent no 60 percent yeah if you go to like a village or a town somewhere in the uk with some really old housing just look at how small the doors are that will give you an idea because like just the the average height has gone up so much in the last couple hundred years however there you've got is... doors that are like four foot tall and they were like the right height for people mm. it's like that's insane <laughs> sort of thing i have to duck to get through and i'm mm. like a little below average height so it's crazy like but there are there are cases and there is um, findings and evidence explaining and um, showing that humans were actually once giants. Well, not giants in particular, as what we think giants would be, but we were fucking big. You know, they have found humongous. Like there's a place in Thailand, they found like what what, what looks like a human foot embedded in stone, like a footprint in concrete. It looked like that, but on the side of the thing. Massive, it was like a perfect thing. No one's no way that's been as They've done giant schools and turn that question around on you. Instead of saying, Do you think it's a final form? Do you think humanity is stagnating? I think so. Do you think we've wrapped ourselves in too much comfort that we don't evolve like we should anymore? I think, yeah. I think, well, because I mean, it's danger that pushes things to evolve, but we evolved, we've got, so we're protected by so many things that we don't evolve anymore. I think we're evolving in a different way. Mm. Not like. See, not like we've been evolving. We definitely evolved. We've definitely evolving socially. I do think that is like a thing that exists. Because mm -hmm. if you look at how much stuff is changing and how many opinions are changing now, like with our generation, with Gen Z, like pushing um, for equality for women, people of color, all sorts, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that is definitely a form of like social evolution. Yeah, yeah. But I think physically, we haven't moved forward in a very long time. What about mentally? You are mentally. Yeah, mentally, mentally, yeah. mentally, I think 100%. I think humans are getting way smarter. Just looking at like, my, my niece that. I don't think mental growth works the same way as evolution, because evolution is something where, like, people are born with, uh, like, random aspects, mm -hmm. like, random differences from other people, and the ones who, obviously the idea being that the strong survive, it's not quite like that anymore, because we try and protect everyone. But mental growth is more that's more just a product of time because like someone might spend 30 years trying to work out some kind of scientific idea or mathematical idea mm. and then that can be taught to someone who's born in the next generation in two hours mm -hmm. and then they've got all that extra time left to come up with their own new ideas yeah. i think that's how mental growth works it's not it doesn't it's not quite the same as evolution like, i think we're still evolving mentally in the way, in the yeah. sense that like we are more capable of understanding more complex com concepts. Yeah, like a new a newborn baby born now compared to one born like two hundred years ago. The one born now is able to understand way more concepts compared to the other one. But if you yeah, taught that same cool. stuff to one born two hundred years, I think it would, it would struggle way more because it's born because the environment where just he's born at, in. Just look at your grandparents. Those concepts. Try and get them to use a mobile phone. 
They can't comprehend it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But is that just because they're at the age now where their brain doesn't soak information as well? I don't know. My yeah. mom's seen it or whatever. Like. Because I mean, brains deteriorate with age. Yeah. The fact is, as you get older, you're going to struggle. It's to easier learn to learn things. when you're younger. Than yeah, definitely. Your brain, it's, children's brains are like sponges. What they're saying, mm-hmm. they just soak everything in. It's why when a primary school student isn't really paying attention in class, it doesn't really matter. Because you'd be surprised how much information, even subconsciously, they soak up and they can yeah. remember. But you yeah. definitely lose that as well. I mean, I definitely don't absorb information in like university lectures like I used to in school. I have yeah, to concentrate yeah, so much more now. Yeah, 100%, man. I, and you have to, we have to study a lot more as well, man. Yeah, but that's the thing, like, going, going with that, like, look at everything which you did in secondary school. Basically, as I've moved up throughout the years, the higher stuff was taken lower. So, when yeah. I was in GSS, GCSE, they brought the sixth form stuff down. Well, yeah, so and I we didn't... did the sixth form stuff which they did in the previous years. And then when I jumped to, to sixth form, they brought early university stuff into yeah. sixth form stuff. And then they put our sixth form stuff, calculus, and stuff like that, and exponential stuff like that, maths, physics, you know, using velocities and all that. That shit's hard. They put that. But this okay, is... yeah, we'll, we'll teach that down there. Yeah. But that's that's exactly what that's I'm saying about I find that is good. the way that mental like the way that right? yeah exactly. This is what I was talking about because like say differentiation for example, I did that at A level, mm. and when I left, GCSE students were doing it, and it was part of their yeah. yeah. But well, I think it's norm, like, but like. Whoever discovered differentiation, it probably took them ages to yeah. work it out because they had nothing to go off of. But the more people who learn, it, and the more ways it's found to You're simplify right. it and make it easier to understand, the earlier you can start introducing it. Hundred percent. I feel like we're more efficient at um, teaching or at yeah. learning. We're definitely better at conveying information. Now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. I think that. But think about all the things that we've created for the purpose of spreading information. Mm-hmm. I mean, media is the biggest one, obviously. You can media learn so much now that people have access to the yeah. internet. You can learn anything instantly. Um, and not only that, but um, like the use of computers and like games and things in classrooms, uh, like online teaching. Did, mm-hmm. like, through, what, what would COVID university have been like before things Fan. like Microsoft it Teams would've... and Blackboard Carpet and all this? But then again, yeah, like time ago, education wasn't seen as the priority. Just get it by. Like, literally, just catching the calm cold was seen as shit. You're dead. Bye bye. Mm. Paying big X on your door. Sorry, you got a cold. Gg. Gg. Goodbye. Good night. Yeah. Mm. Now we see it as. Well, I mean, you can look at children's toys. Like you look at toys built for children. Mm-hmm. They have That's things built in to help them understand how, to help them understand shapes. And help them understand like how things move and like all of that. It's really clever. It really is. It just introduces them to those principles at the earliest possible age in a really natural, like unconscious way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I think that's that's where we're going. Like, if we can improve that and keep yeah. and like twelve um, a human's um, lifetime, like keep um, helping him, like. Keep on growing and learning more different different things, and so that um, he can like share um, share his knowledge to the rest of humanity. And that's I think that's where like that's how we reach Utopia. Well, have any of you seen the TV show Chuck? 
Yes, I used to love that, the internet. Yeah, the idea of encoding immense amounts of information into encoded images. Do you think that's possible? Yeah. Do you think that's a way of... Yeah. I think that's already a thing. Introducing yeah. learning, yeah. Think about like uh, the, Jap uh, the Asian um, handwriting... Uh, what's it called? How do you yeah. say? Calligraphy? Yeah, no, calligraphy is right. The alphabet. Yeah. With uh, like images. I think that, yeah, uh, it's, it's more based on shape than mm -hmm. it is on actual letters, isn't it? Yeah, some people may be visual learners as opposed to audio. Or yeah. Oh, I definitely feel I learn visually better. Well, or even just by doing. Mm, Practical yeah. learning is so much better than reading it or listening to it. And again, I think that's the difference between gender as well. Because like women, they learn better like logically and through textbooks. Mm. I yeah, feel fair, I learn and my you guys will learn much better visually seeing it once and then being able to copy it. Yeah. But I think uh, women are very, they're very intuitive compared to men. I think women are smarter so than we are. They're much better at reading information because they're, they're the biological protectors, aren't they? They're the things that they look after people. Yeah. So they're very in tune to what people are thinking and like body language, facial expressions, and yeah, things like yeah. that. And but I feel that's different. Uh, I feel that that's changing right now. I feel like human like, that's human evolution. Like it's not about gender anymore. Like yeah, male and female can can have that type of intuition nowadays. Yeah, men can definitely have it as well. I mean, personally, I don't. I'm terrible with it. Like, yeah, I'm, I need to see I'm emotionally colourblind. Yeah. <laughs> I've upset so many people by saying things and not even realising I've upset them. Because I, I think that's everything. But I think that that again helps with the amount of experiences you have. The more experiences you have like that, the more you'll be able to learn. Again, you learn with experiences. Or they keep you up at night. Or they keep you up at night. But then again, that that that's thinking back. Why think back when you can think in the now? Why don't you look at it as your best friend? Why don't you look at it as a failure, as 
the criticism you need to take the next path. You fail again tomorrow, well, okay, well, lift up your hand a bit. Maybe progress upon it. There's always other ways. If you went your whole life and never once failed, you'd never learn anything and you'd never change. No, you'd become stuck up. You, and you like I was saying about earlier, how the most important thing in life is growth, you wouldn't grow. No, you wouldn't. If you never, if you never lost, you'd never grow. Right. Be like Saitama, you'd just be bored. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd yeah. just be bored yeah. and you'd yeah. always be bored and it would never change. That's shit, man. That's shit. Oh, yeah, that's another question. That's like the question I asked you earlier, man. I was thinking back to, to, to if, if you had a heritage protection. Um, I'll get on to that. So, but, yeah, no, I agree, man. I think your experiences are your own. I think it's up to you to evolve and, and, and build yourself up depending on your experiences. Definitely. There are totally negative experiences which we don't want to have, but again, there are still experiences we can use to learn from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I did. For example, because um, I, I broke so many bones when I was a kid, and obviously every time I did it, I was so angry. Because it's painful, it's annoying, you have to sit at home heating up, it's just horrible. It sucks, right? You've got but, x-rays and yeah, all exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. But and I mean, like, like the other year, in hospital, my broken jaw, I would have been in much a darker place had I not had experiences similar to that already. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have coped with it nearly as well if I didn't already know roughly what it was going to be like. Yeah, yeah, I feel so that too. So, when I think about it like that, I'm actually quite grateful that I had all those accidents when I was young. Like speedrunners, man. We've played it before and everybody else is just like, they hit the game instantly because they the experience fucking all of us fucking yeah. each other up. Jake learned as well. You learn as well. Everybody in this room learned. Get slapped by one another. Failure is your failure is your best friend. Yeah, it was. There was a time you hated this game because you couldn't comprehend it. Same thing for I still hate the game. Same thing for Nick. Nick I still hate the game. Don't get me wrong. I'm sorry. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, there was times like that, wasn't there? Like you were just like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then, decent bro, you could beat me in one on one, like a. Two out of two games. Two out of four games. Probably. Mm-hmm. Custom maps. It'll be 100%. No, it won't. Probably not. I'll even beat you. Boardwalk. No, you couldn't. Yes, I can. I know you Yes, I can. I can eat it. I will. Alright, well, that's a challenge. Fine. Let's do it anytime you want. I'll free you. Yeah, okay. And if I don't, I'll relinquish using my guy. Okay, fine. Let's do it. That's it. That's it. I'll take it. Which guy? The blue guy? Your new guy? Nah, <laughs> the new red guy? <laughs> you never specified! <laughs> oh, crazy man. Right, okay, so there's a question I asked Kiri earlier when we, when we went to Morrison's that corner, right? Which was, let's say, um, I reverse the second you happen. Let's say you suddenly become a uh, important figure in this world. You are an important figure. You all are important figures in the universe. Don't forget that. Right, but let's just say you are a socially important person, right? Imagine, right? Uh, how, from, how famous are we talking? I'm about? saying <coughs> you're a monarch of a country. You, you're one oh, of the representatives of a country. You are oh, representative of the world. General Aladdin. Yeah, General Aladdin. That's who you are, bro. Big titty bodyguards. What's that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> before you finish that question, I'll point out an issue in it. Because if I was that person, or if I was one of these important people, I wouldn't be me anymore. Because I'm just completely changing the right. You're right. I'm just saying, 
if you then had a hero from any universe, any anime, manga, Marvel, DC, anyone, just one person to be your body and to protect you from everything, who would it be? Goku, bro. You had it has to be Goku. <laughs> <laughs> no one being Goku. <laughs> no, bro, it has to be Saitama because okay. he's. Saitama or Goku? He's comically OP. Superman. Superman. Superman Batman with the chair of wisdom. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Multi billionaire helping me out. Oh, yeah, the Mobius chair. Yeah, I'd say Doctor Manhattan. That guy's has to. Just broken. That's what's Mr. Fantastic. Uh, uh, anyone? The Doctor. Doctor Who? The Doctor. Nine Lives. Mm. Dr. Martin. You are? Dr. Martin. Dr. Yeah, Manhattan. Not, not Dr. Manhattan, as in the Doctor from Doctor Who. The Time Lord. Like, Why not? Uh, You'd have the TARDIS. That, 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 that shows we're going a long time, yeah? Dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange is not a bad bat. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, but he can't even drop a Lamborghini without crashing it. <laughs> yeah. But he is a surgeon, he can help you. That is true. Yeah, it's true, he's got the <laughs> medical expertise, you know. Yeah, I'm only, well, I'd only be in surgery for the first, in the first place because he crashed his cat. You know, mine would be both. <laughs> <laughs> mine does not need surgery in the first place. Mine would be Chen Wu from Zoro, that way. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's so bad? He's a good boy to go. Yeah, but Bat- I don't know, well, I couldn't see Batman as a bodyguard material, man. He'll have to be Viol if he was bodyguard material. It's to be something- Viol's mentality. Oh, okay, be. this this is for I'd you love, two, right? I'd love to have Kun as- Who do you prefer, Vol- Viol or Bam? Viol's all true, but Bam's all true. Viol's badass, and Bam's just- Well, Bam is- Bam is Bam. Bam is Bam. Yeah, I like Bam. Bam is Bam. Let me send you Nah, Evo is the name that the thing he gave him. The Fab. Yeah. Together, I see as a possibility, you know. Who? <laughs> Robin and Nami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nico Robin and Zoro. Zoro? Yeah. Mm. Oh, Zoro's OP. I haven't even watched One Piece. Imagine. Yeah. I've seen fights, but oh my god. <laughs> Zoro looks OP as shit. Yeah, there's an anime called Ruru. Ruro Kenshin. Have you watched it? It's, it's super sick. It is amazing. It's What's it about? It's about a samurai who's, um, well, one of the top killers in the war era of uh, China, uh, Japan, actually, in the samurai era. He was a top killer. He was called the uh, Boldosai Slayer or something like that. 
right? But um, he then swore an oath not to kill again, and he made it had a custom sword made with the reverse blade, so it wasn't sharpened. It was just knock him out, yeah, because it's just a big blunt weapon basically. Um, and he fights like that, but over time his previous enemies come back to haunt him and he might not need to break his vow or not, you know, depending on you know, stuff like that. And it's, it's, quite, it's quite nice. Pretty sick. Fair enough. Recommend it. We'll check that out. Has anyone else felt like anime has just not been the same in the last few years? Yep. Like, anything past 2016? I think all the new stuff is S tier, but just not enough of it. I mean, obviously you got your mains like My Hero, uh, Demon Slayer, but I remember like back in 2016, 2015, like every, even every sub-season, like... That's exactly when I stopped watching anime as well. Yeah. Every season, the shit they released would be fire. It's not a smoke break. No, no, no. That's not really. I think anime over time is getting. It's getting better. Anyway, they're, they're, they're discovering stuff which works with their audience instead of producing it all Look at Jujutsu. You just can't stop watching that stuff. Look at freaking the Sack of Titans. They knew exactly what to throw in at the right time because over time they developed it. Look at Haikyuu. First season is better than last season. Uh, Michael's wrong. I can't not watch this last season of Haikyuu and not feel at an emotion overwhelmingness of just pure pleasure. The street traders. Features of how yeah. amazing this thing. I got a very You know what I mean? Barbecue. Yeah, man. Haikyuu uh, does a very good I've never had barbecue oh, oh, before. Oh, it's, 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 it's again. I've got something all over. The sellers, the retailers, the companies, they're, they're getting much better. Holy uh, shit, where did you get them from? Like Let's go. So, on the meal deal, so I've got this and sandwiches. You? What's your, your Tesco meal deal go to? What do you order? Well, I like to mix it up with the size of the drink, but a sandwich I almost always get uh, bacon chicken and lettuce. Yeah, it's the best value for mine as well. I used to, yeah, because you get a lot in it. Yeah. The chicken is usually pretty thick. Yeah. Um, have you tried the chicken and bacon well. Caesar though? I haven't. The, the only other one I tend to have is the hoisin duck wrap. Oh. 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 When it's when it's packed, red. it's so delicious. Well, that's value for money. I agree, but it's the leg. And you can't get a hoisin duck sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> if you could, I would get one. <laughs> yeah, shit's good, man. Shit's very delicious. What are you calling it? You're using chicken bacon as well, eh? Yeah. Chicken bacon sandwich, some nice wheat bread. Lovely. Alright, well. I made my own chicken and bacon and lettuce sandwich. Like that's not template, but I can't give you that. I can't give you a sandwich. You actually buy two. I think half that is kind of low. And that was a big thing. Do what? Similar question. What's your go to, like, death row last meal? Oh, yes! Christmas dinner. I love my Christmas dinner, bro. I think my uh, that's a really probably an Indian mix, bro. <laughs> Just like every meat you can think of, and marinate it all in keep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, 
sick. A Keith McGrill. Can we do it? <laughs> I got another question, right? Do you think it should be normalized that your parents should be okay with you smoking weed? Yes. Well, I mean, my parents are. So. Really? My parents have so, no idea. My parents, my parents I took a selfie with my mum over Christmas with a zoo in my mouth. She put a picture of me smoking a zoo outside the back door on her fucking Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> she really don't care. I mean, when she found out I tried like drugs, she said, "Yeah, it's fine as long as you don't like go over the top with anything." She doesn't doesn't like the idea of me taking pills. She doesn't like the idea of me sniffing things. But I mean, I've done cat coke and I've told her, but. She wasn't angry, she was interested. She was asking me, she was like, well, Kat, I've never heard that. What's that like? And, like, she would tell me <laughs> stories about how when she used to work as a... Because my mum used to be a uh, dancer when she was younger. Right. She used to go all over the shop doing shows. Like, not just nationally, but, like, she lived in Singapore for a couple of weeks at one point. Hmm. So they used to do, like, loads of work as, like, dance, performing arts students and things. She said she did so much speed. <laughs> and she was telling me all about all the time she did speed. I was like, oh my god, my mum's a knee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I found that wondering. I'll turn down like this. <laughs> I found that out as well. As when the mum came here, actually, she smelled the weed in my room and she was like, <clears throat> I was like, no, it's, it's everyone else. It's, it's, uh, I think I looked out the window and I immediately saw Connor. I said, it's Connor. She's smoking. Alright. Because she, she knows you smoke cigarettes anyway. You know, towards like just after Christmas, mm. uh, when the COVID rates started going back up, and it was all over the news, yeah. and things were getting bad again. I was stood outside the back, it was like seven, eight o'clock. I was stood outside the back door having my first suit of the night, just chilling. And my mum was getting really angry with the news. She was getting really upset that COVID was getting worse again because she's hated it. Um, and she came in, she's like, oh, I'm so angry. The news has put me in such a bad mood. And I just <laughs> stood there like, <laughs> and she goes, oh, are you smoking a zoo? And I went, yeah. And she goes, oh, give it a bit. She takes it, she takes like three tokes and goes back inside. Oh, legend. Trust me. My dad's less off-board about it all, but he doesn't, like, he doesn't get angry to the point where he tells me to stop. He just says, don't get like, over the top of it all. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the view my parents are coming across now. But I was so scared when my mom brought it up. I was like, oh, my God. Do you know, like, how you want the... How GTA characters have guns in their pockets? If if my dad <laughs> literally wait, wait, if my dad literally smelled the tiniest bit of weed on me, he would literally get fucking bazookas out of his yeah, pockets. Yeah, and just out. Fucking <laughs> out oh, you know, we, oh right, I get what you mean. Though, when you're using your scroll word, you just whip out every yeah, gun yeah, yeah. Well, that's gonna be like uh, oh, machine gun. Yeah, nah, not a lot of damage. No, I mean, my, my parents were more angry about me getting a tattoo than doing the drugs. Yeah, bro. Oh, it's like, so, like, I don't know what really it is about You know, the closest it's thing I have to tattoo are my fucking burn scars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be proud of it, but I'm actually looking proud of that. That's perfect world. The closest thing I have to a tattoo is a dream. <laughs> it's a dream of getting a tattoo because I know I'm probably never gonna get one. I want one so bad. I look you. I've always wanted a fairy tale emblem. They're nice things to have because then when I see them, it's almost like a reminder that you're unique. Do you know what I mean? Because you can look at a tattoo you have, and if you've decided on it and you've done your own design, you can go, I know that no one else has this. Yeah. Like this is something that I have that no one else will have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Wait, there's one more coming. One more. Yeah. Cool. Delicious. Yeah, but you know, like if you commit a crime, a tattoo is like what gets you caught the most. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't have any tattoos, so. I have actually been thinking about my tattoos a lot recently, just because I, I was in when I was in the shower the other day, I saw them. I just got really sad because I was like, it's been so cold for so long, I never see them anymore. <laughs> I've always got a jump around, I never see them. It's really sad. I was like, what was the point of getting them? Yeah, no. I've been wearing all these t-shirts recently. Oh, all I do is just see this yeah. and my other buttons and scars and cuts and like... Oh my god, oh. they talk to me about scars and things. Oh, so many. Same bruises. I had my appendix out when I was young. And I still have the scar there. And it was so funny when I was in secondary school. Because I've got it done when I was like... Taken out when I was like year four, I think. Mm -hmm. So I was still in primary school. And then when I went to secondary school, like PE changing rooms. And like, uh, obviously, like there's no fucking privacy. And I'd be getting changed, and someone would go, Oh my god, what the hell's that? And like, put a scar on my stomach, and be like, Oh yeah, I was stabbed as a child from a rough area. And just make up bollocks, just to like, Oh, I, I, I tried, to, climb, I tried to climb, I tried to run away from school when I was young, and I impaled myself on the fence. Like, I used to come up with bollocks stories all the time, just to mess with people. Yeah. Yeah. One time I was swinging on the chair with two legs. Do you, know, do you know when you like let go and think you're falling? Yeah. yeah. Quickly grab on again and then see a mini heart attack. Yeah, I get that a lot. But the thing is, yeah. I'd repeat it. I'd immediately do it a second later and then like, what the fuck? And then do it again. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird how much, like how quickly your body can react to things as they happen. Yeah. Like in, in serious circumstances. Even though if how, you if you try to do it, you can't. Can just like, focus. Like, single lane focus like immediately, yeah. I mean, it's like if you fall I, over on your front, yeah. your arms will naturally come I, out and stop you. I get it. If I'm if I'm there, if I hit a ramp and I fuck it up, and I immediately when I come off the top, I know I'm gonna crash. It feels like I'm in the air for about ten years <laughs> because my brain goes through so many ideas of what to do, how to stop it from yeah, what like, do now? how to save myself, like how what position it I'm is gonna hit for. Right? Right? The whole world just goes slow motion as you try and work Bro, out a way out of it. It's, it's not just it's that's like when you build skill into something like like music when mm. i play guitar now it's no longer okay shit i really need to get to this to this it's more like okay when and how can i add something can i take mm. things away can you know can i play it like this do it this way and then it works out so much better you know when i feel the repeat i think i think it comes when you learn things more through muscle memory than through actually like thinking about them because then you have sort of space left in your brain to think about other things yeah, definitely. I mean, because like if you think about the items and speedrunners, if, if you're going to use them to to like the best advantage, you need to be able to know where you're going in the game <laughs> without even thinking about it. So all you're thinking about is when's best to use an item. Don't look at me. Okay. I hear you. Well, that's just standard. That's just the channel thing. Do you know? No, mine's. I drop more boxes in the air now. Boxes in the air are brutal because the person has to wait until they hit the floor. No. Yeah. You can double jump. If you haven't used your yeah. double jump, you, you can use it. You can save your double jump. However, likely cases, the person's waiting to drop the box until you yeah. use your double jump normally. Yeah. No, boxes, I think, are over. Well, just items in general in speedruns are overpowered. Even if you use a grappler at the right moment, it's ridiculous. You say that though, but. 
They're only overpowered because we use super speed rivers. Oh, no. yeah. In the normal it's game, Christmas. it's actually quite balanced. It's Christmas. There was <laughs> a lot of weed in the, in the top of the grinder yeah, as well. Those games will last forever. A lot of the can just fit in one joint. Sometimes, and that's crazy. Super speed. I didn't even use it. Do you know when the weed is? Oh, bro, that is so intense. You just feel like, what the fuck? And then you realize well, it's basically it's guesswork because you cannot yeah, see what's going on. That's the thing. It's speedrun is more guesswork because recently, since we've been getting better, instead of thinking it's guesswork, it's more like okay, maybe who knows it best? That plus, oh, maybe if I do something this here, you know that this person's got a grapple. Be wary. You start thinking about countermeasures. Okay, I know I'm going to be needing to dodge at this. Yeah, because you already know the map. Is that a tactic you use sometimes though as well? You don't need if you're in first and. The screen's getting smaller, you don't necessarily need to go through the map quicker, you can use other ways to knock them out. So yeah, if yeah, you're in first, just go down as high as possible, yeah, yeah, yeah. go down as low as possible, yeah. as quick as possible, yeah. yeah. And that could win you in yeah. I always forget, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fine, bro. This makes done. perfect. Yeah, <laughs> also, I think it's easier to come back on your trading than it is yeah. to win. To pull yeah, away, sure. yeah, definitely. In front, it's it becomes hard. You have to try and hypothesize yeah, everything and then hope for the best. If you know it, then good, right? But there are chances when you forget to, to hit that grapple point because you don't see it. At the back, you do get to see that grapple point. Okay, you're like, okay, and go. Grab it. Do you think that if we just keep playing and keep getting better and better, there will come a point where it's literally just down to luck of what you get? Yeah, I think there's only so many routes. So once you've got the fastest ones, the only like deal breaker is whether someone fucks up or if they get a better item than you. Literally. Because I mean, some items are defensive and some are offensive, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're stuck behind trying to catch up and you both know the map completely perfectly with the fastest well, routes, this is why and you keep it. getting, if you're like behind and you keep getting defensive items like force me with boxes, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Trust me, bro. What the fuck is Carl going <laughs> you do. What is the one game you could say you're gorgeous? Well, like what, what what games everyone thinks they're best at? Yeah. Oh. Hands down, is your game. Tekken. Tekken and Final Fantasies. When? <laughs> I would say Skate Three, but I haven't played it in so long. I'm probably not even good at it. Oh. <laughs> I reckon there's three. Also Paul. Paul? Paul. I would say Forza as well, but not really in terms of racing, but intuition. If I enter a drift lobby, I win pretty much every time. See, mine's similar. Mine's but normal racing, I often lose, because it's not the sort of thing I enjoy as much. Mine's CSGO, Same. but not Forza CSGO. is drifting, nothing Which else. Is. Mine is a game mode in CSGO called Surf, Surf Combat. Yeah. You're basically flying through the air at like whatever the speed of the game can handle and you're shooting people with no scope. You can't aim because it's blurry, the scope's blurry, you shoot with literally dots, people moving around the place, like, that's what surf is. But you hit a no scope across the map. Oh, actually, to be fair, thinking about it, my best game is definitely Mirror's Edge. That is definitely the game I know the best. To be honest, I'm pretty good at Guitar Hero. <laughs> that is not, yeah, that's a game I never really <laughs> did well at. I used to always get hand cramp. I had the DS version though, with the thing that like fit on the back of oh, the no. you did it like this. It with the so four weird. buttons. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was so weird. Is it? That's crazy, man. Yeah, the, the, the stylus was in the shape of a guitar pick with just a little stylus belly. 
like had the guitar on one side and the the buttons coming up on the other screen. Yeah. And you like did the buttons behind. Oh them. yeah, and the and the buttons had these weird handle thingy that went it, around your hand. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, like the the charging like slot thing at the bottom where you could put like, the couch. Yeah. yeah. The the buttons was like just a handle thing that clicked onto that and yeah you put your hand on a strap around the back of it and you just held it like that so the buttons were on the bottom and the screens were here. You literally were holding the uh, the DS sideways so you yeah. could touch with the pig and then do the. But you had to sit thing. and play it like this because if you held it like this your wrist would be killing after not very long. So it's good. With the big thing clipped onto the back of it, DS was kind of heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because I was quite young. So holding something heavy with your wrist at that, like, horrible angle. Bro, the old DSs, the proper DSs, they were heavy. Yeah, the he took my dark crowns, dark crowns, traded me some oh, some <laughs> bullshit, bro. I didn't even check it. I just clicked confirm, yeah, he was like, nah, you're not getting it back, nah, you're not getting it back. And then I just grabbed it and launched it and bro. Yeah. Alright, food is ready. Alright, so he's pausing the podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 more break, boys. It's break. All right, I guess, I guess we'll see you soon. I guess.